Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello, my loves. Welcome back. So happy that you've decided to spend a little time with me today. And today we are going to talk about money, 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 money. So this may not be something that speaks to everyone, but it still can be helpful to, you know, listen because no matter what the specific topic is, it's always our thoughts that are at issue or that are causing negative emotions. So it, it helps to see how that applies in all kinds of different situations. But, you know, if money is not something that you have a lot of thoughts about or struggle with or it's just not a priority for you, that's absolutely fine. Not trying to convince you otherwise, but stick around and you still might pick up something. But, you know, for some of you, it may be a non-issue because you're avoiding it (laughs) and you're like, I don't create money or I make what I make and I don't really think about it. So, you know, I want to talk about money mindset in a way that will help you know if it is it really that it's not a priority for you or is it that you're avoiding it and you just think that you can't create money or you can't manage money. And so you just try not to think about it. (laughs) So there's a little bit of of that as well that you might pick up on as you're listening and, and feeling the different emotions that this episode might trigger for you. But I'll start by easing us into it. There are a lot of like just common thoughts or phrases that I've used a lot and I hear a lot about money that, you know, are not helpful. They don't serve and they're generally not true. So we'll start with a couple of those. And one of them is I am broke. That's very common. I say that a lot. I hear that a lot. And it's very rarely true. Like, I've never been broke. And, And that's just a thought, right? That's just a concept that would be different to a lot of different people, what that would even mean. But, you know, I've never been without money to take care of my needs, for sure. And even I've never been without disposable income, to be honest. But yet, I'll say things like, I'm broke, What I was trying to do there and what people are generally trying to do in that situation is keep themselves from spending money on something or investing. We'll talk about that in a minute. Money into something. And it generally doesn't work. (laughs) You know, it might work, you know, for certain things if we're like, oh, I'm broke. I can't do that. I'm broke. But then we'll turn around and, you know, use that money for something else that is equally maybe something that we don't need. But all of a sudden that thought abandoned us. And that's because, you know, that thought is not true. We're just trying to use that thought to keep us from spending money. And it comes from a scarcity mindset that there's not enough, right? I can't create money. I can't get more money. It's a limited resource and I'm going to run out. But it's interesting that that mindset actually, you know, it has not been shown to create a conservation of the resource, you know, it really counterintuitively, we spend the money. <laughs> oh, I don't have the money. And then we, you know, we go to Starbucks, not judging <laughs> going to Starbucks. But it's a good way to to see that thought, how that works. Like if you're saying things like I'm broke, but you go to Starbucks, you're not broke. <laughs> There's money there. So it makes you feel like you are lacking. 
And so then you're going to look at your financial resources and act and think as if you're lacking. So that is going to prevent you from from seeing opportunities in your life to, you know, increase financial abundance. And I meant to start off with this, but it's important that we work on money mindset because it affects us kind of in two main ways. One, it can affect your ability to create financial abundance, to increase the amount of money that you have, if that's something that you want to do. And then second, even if it doesn't do that, you know, some people do have money mindset issues and still manage to create money. But because of those issues, the second thing that it does is it prevents you from seeing and, you know, really enjoying or having any positive feelings or emotions about the money you do have. You can see that a lot in that there are people at every income level that feel like they're broke because they know people who have more money than them, right? And so they're still looking at it as they're lacking and they don't have enough because, you know, so-and-so has more and so they have X, Y, and Z. So if you don't have a good money mindset, it doesn't matter how much you make, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to have positive feelings about it. So those two reasons, and it can affect you in both of those or one or the other, are why it's important to have a healthy, you know, mindset or set of beliefs about money so that it's not something that's causing you stress, anxiety, unhappiness in your life. So if you're seeing then thoughts like, I'm broke... (laughs) That is a good example of a thought to work to change because it doesn't help you save money. It doesn't make you feel good about your financial situation. And, you know, it doesn't increase any kind of motivation to save or to create more. It just makes you feel powerless and sad and like, I can't. I'm broke. And the second thought is kind of related to the I'm broke. It's I can't afford it. (laughs) We use that like completely indiscriminately, just kind of like like we do when we say I'm broke. And then sometimes we're not and we buy something. (laughs) It's the same way with I can't afford it. For one, that statement, that thought, that's taking, you know, your power away. It's giving your power away. It's like, oh, I really want something, but I can't afford it. No, you're choosing not to invest the money in it. That's where the power is. You could look at your finances and make changes. You could create more money. There's things that you could do to, you know, make that in your mind, because I can't afford it. It's just a thought, affordable or doable, but you're choosing not to. So when you say I can't afford something, it reinforces that, you know, that scarcity, that lack. This resource is limited for me. I can't increase it. I can't control it. I can't have things I want. So you're just kind of pouring on can't, can't, can't. The can't sauce all over it. And is that generating positive emotions for you about money? Or do you feel limited? Do you feel like you can't control the situation? I'm broke, not helpful in any situation. Definitely work to change that to, you know, I choose how I spend my resources and I'm not going to spend them this way. And then I cannot afford it. It lends itself more easily to that, to the thought stairs to change it. Because, you know, you can look at it like I choose not to spend money on this. Or I would like to create more money before I spend money on this. Just being more aware of what you're thinking and saying about money and how it's influencing you. Because these baby steps, (laughs) getting into it here with these thoughts like I'm broke or I can't afford it, 
are really not going to create good action. It's not going to create actions in your life that are going to save or create money. And it's not going to create positive emotions for you. So if you find yourself saying phrases like I'm broke or I can't afford it, start working to change those thoughts and not say those things. But instead, you know, look at it like I'm choosing not to buy this right now. That's a more neutral way to look at it. And I'll go into in a minute a a concept that'll help you make those kind of decisions about what you invest your money in. So that was easing in, easing into the money with just those phrases. (laughs) The second thing that I wanted to talk about, about money, is that money does not mean anything. Money is a circumstance, I guess, at best. And really, it's just an object. It has no moral meaning. It doesn't mean anything about you or anyone else. (laughs) Your worth is not affected by how much money you have or don't have. Whether or not you deserve money, that's very common. For example, like a lot of women won't ask for raises because they they think they don't deserve them. It's like, this is just compensation for the work you do. It's a negotiation, yes, between you and your employer. It has nothing to do with what you deserve or do not deserve. (laughs) It's about money and numbers. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about your worth. It doesn't mean whether or not you deserve it. You know, I have this much because I deserve it. I don't deserve more. I deserve less. You know, none of that. (laughs) That's all drama. That's all the brain working on you, you know, and related to deserving is that, you know, a lot of times we'll feel like, well, I should be grateful that I have X amount of money. Okay, well, you could you could be grateful doesn't have to mean anything. It doesn't have to mean that you don't deserve it or that you shouldn't want more. Like it's just numbers. It's just a circumstance. And these thoughts are not creating helpful feelings or actions for you. So having it doesn't mean anything about you. Wanting it doesn't mean that you're greedy or ungrateful. This is all drama that our brain creates around this issue because of the stress, the scarcity, and the feelings that we have, the thoughts and feelings that we have about money. So notice when you're looking at money as anything other than just math or, you know, as we say, data, not drama. If you're not looking at it as just, I have this much, no thoughts, no feelings there. This is how much I have. If I want more, I can do X, Y, and Z. I can create more. You know, anything about what it means about you, what it means about your success, right? Some people think that money is a gauge of their success. Not necessarily. A lot of people are very happy, fulfilled, and successful, don't make what other people might think of as a lot of money. Those are all just thoughts. And it's not true, right? It's just different people's thoughts about it. So it doesn't mean that you're successful or unsuccessful. The numbers don't mean anything like that. If you have, you know, credit card debt, for example, or other kinds of debts, having the thoughts that that means something about you, it means you can't manage money. That's just going to keep you stuck. It's just going to keep you in that situation. And if you're having thoughts like that, then that means for some reason you want to be out of that situation. Those thoughts are not going to help you. I can't manage money. You know, that's giving away your power and your brain, your reticular activating system is going to confirm that for you and look for evidence of how you can't manage money and you're just never going to have money and, you know, that's your lot in life. So, you know, you're not going to try to create money or if you want to conserve it, whatever that you know means for you, if you want to save, if you want to create, you're not going to be able to do those things as long as money has so much weight, so much weight in your mind as what it means about you. That's going to, you know, hold you down and keep you stuck. 
So that's the second thing, you know, getting rid of those little, little small everyday kind of thoughts was the first thing. Second thing, money does not mean anything. (laughs) It is just a circumstance until you have thoughts about it. And then the third thing that I was going to talk about today, because we could we could have lots of episodes and conversations about money mindset, is a concept that I learned from master coach Kara Lowenthal. I was going to introduce it to you, kind of how I heard it from her, and then maybe expound upon it in my own way. But thinking about money as spending or investing. So a lot of times we tend to think of it as spending money. We're just looking at it as money goes out and it's gone. But it's more helpful to think of it as investing, which means that you are looking at it and actually thinking about what you're getting in return for the money because you're always getting something. You're not just spending it, money goes out and it's done. Something is coming back to you. You're getting a return for that investment. And the reason this is important is, you know, just like everything we talk about, it's our thoughts that are creating the life that we have, the the results, the things we see around us. And a lot of times our minds are just unmanaged. Whatever thought pops in there, we're believing it, we're holding on to it, we're running with it. <laughs> and that that's natural, normal. That's what most people, most of us do until we learn differently that, hey, our thoughts are important. They're creating our lives and we can we can change them. So when you're just looking at it as spending and just money's going out, you're not really thinking about it and you're not making conscious choices and decisions. You know, you're not really thinking that Starbucks is a quick dopamine hit for you and that's what you're getting in return. You're just like, oh, well, there went five bucks. It's Starbucks, 12 bucks, <laughs> depending on your order. And you're just like, okay, that's money. That's gone. And you might be like, and now I have Starbucks. But you're not thinking, I'm looking for a dopamine hit. Why? What, what am I thinking and feeling right now that's making my brain say, hey, a nice hit of dopamine would be really great right now. Pep this thing up. <laughs> you know, it, and not that it's always bad to grab a little hit of dopamine here and there. But if you're doing that regularly, what are the thoughts going on there? You know, why is it important to you to invest in this dopamine hit? Is that what you want to invest in? You know, there might be other things that you want to invest in and that's holding you back because you're investing in that dopamine hit when you could be creating that with other thoughts, right? There might be other actions that you're afraid to take that could really, you know, give you happy brain chemicals, but you're not looking at it, right? Your brain's going to look for easy. If your brain wants a little hit of dopamine, yeah, it's going to be like, hey, Starbucks, that's quick. For me, it would be like, hey, you got some, you got some Kit Kats. (laughs) I need a little minute with a Kit Kat. Yes, thank you. But when we're not thinking about that, that's when we're in a situation like, say you wanted to invest in coaching and you're like, oh, well, I can't afford that. I'm not going to be the coach that really tries to (laughs) to sell you, but some coaches will. And and I understand their reasons and I support that. But, you know, I could be like, oh, you can afford it. How much do you spend on Starbucks? How much do you spend on makeup, hair stuff? And I'm using these examples because these are things that I've invested in without thinking about in the past. So that's why I know that that happens, you know, and not saying you can't have those things or that you might not prefer those things. But are you really looking at it? Right. Are you looking at that investment and you're like, oh, I'm choosing to invest my money in this quick dopamine hit or, you know, for whatever thoughts I'm having there. And so when it comes time to invest in something else, I'm feeling I'm having the thought that I'm limited on my resources or I don't really see the value of of maybe investing in coaching or something larger. I don't believe I can change. I don't believe it's going to give me the results. See, all this 
this opens up a, a world of examination for you to really look at the thoughts that go into your spending. And you can see that there are things in there like, you know, you might not think you're worth it. That's something a lot of people struggle with being worth the investment in something like coaching or something that might help them grow as a person. They feel like, no, I'm not worth that. And that <laughs> that's definitely not a, a good thought, right? Definitely not true and is not serving you. I mean, yeah, I'm probably going to go out and get some Starbucks after that, <laughs> after that kind of thought, get a little pick me up. So, and again, not that I'm telling you what to spend your money on or what's a good investment. What I'm saying here is to look at the thoughts, to not just let the money go out, but to really think about what am I getting in return? Why am I making this investment? Why am I making this choice? So it's all about being aware of your thoughts and how they're leading to your feelings and your actions and then your results. If you're fine with the results, you can keep the thoughts, right? If you're fine with the actions you're taking, right? It, it feels good. Your daily Starbucks is a highlight. You love it. Okay, great. Stick with it. If not, right? If you're feeling like you're out of control, I can't manage my money, you know, if you're having those kind of thoughts, then think about why you're making that investment there. Would you like to invest somewhere else? Would you like to just think about the thoughts more? Maybe that is a good investment for you, but you've just not really thought about it. So, you know, it's really important just to be aware of our thoughts and how they affect us. And I think that's, you know, for me, that was the takeaway and the important part of looking at investing money versus spending money is when you're making a purchase, you're looking at those thoughts like, you know, what am I actually getting in return for this investment? And is it worth it to me? What are the thoughts behind this investment? And are they true? Are they serving me? Right? Is this serving my goals and, and my overall purpose? You know, if it is to conserve or to create money in a different way, you know, just being aware and actually looking at it and, and making aware and aligned conscious choices. That's what it's about. Because then you're, you know, taking your power back, as we've been talking about a lot lately. And you're also going to look at this and decide if you want to keep thoughts that are making you feel like you're lacking, like you're unable to have financial abundance, because that's not true. No matter where you are, what, what you have going on, you can create that. It might take more thought work for you than someone else because that's not something they struggle with or because they started at a different spot in their journey, right? But it doesn't mean that you can't do it. It's not true that you can't manage money. It's not true that you can't save. It's not true that you can't create. And if that's not a problem for you, great. But if you're feeling stuck or if you feel like I can't ever create more money, I can't manage money, I wish my financial situation was different, but I'm not able to, I can't figure it out. Or if you just feel really over overwhelmed by it, you know, like paying the bills and, and making sure that you take care of yourself or maybe your family financially is a struggle for you. Start looking at just the thoughts that you're having every day, those things that you're saying, like I can't afford it or I'm broke. Look at the thoughts that you're having about what money means about you as a person, because it doesn't mean anything. It's just a circumstance. And then also start taking, you know, action to practice awareness of those purchasing decisions and looking at it as an investment and asking yourself, why am I making this investment? What is the return I'm getting? So I hope that's helpful for you. I would love to, you know, get 
any stories and feedback from you guys about how you started creating more financial abundance in your life. And if you want more information or hands-on, you know, in-depth training on that, as always, check out that connection call link below and we'll talk about that and how coaching can help you address these issues in your actual life and as these real-time, real-life circumstances come up for you, how to see the thoughts and shake your belief in them and then change them. I will coach you through it. We can do it. You can do it. taking back our power week by week. I love it. And if you have any questions about this or any episodes or maybe a question for a future episode, please feel free to email me Lisa Oglesby Coaching LLC at gmail.com and I will be happy to address those in a future episode won't use your name or anything like that. So would love to hear from you and get out there and live abundantly. If that includes finances for you, fantastic. 